My name is Stephen Rafferty, and you're watching These Are Questions. This is the interview show where I ask people questions about things, life, and such not. And today's guest is a talented singer, songwriter, and musician. Please welcome Erica Gard. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> great, great. How are you doing, Erica? Good, doing pretty good. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad. Welcome to These Are Questions. This is going to be a fun, exciting episode of These Are Questions. But before we get into the episode itself, I need to explain the rules of These Are Questions. Erica, I'm going to ask you a series of questions that are going to be based around your career aspirations, along with a mixture of questions that are borderline idiotic and, well, randomly stupid. Do you accept those terms? Well, I'm here. I, I accept. <laughs> All right. Great, great. Erica. Are you ready? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Internet, are you ready? <laughs> sound effects, sound effects, sound effects. <laughs> With, I love oh, this. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I told you it's going to be a fun, exciting episode. It's going to get more and more <laughs> exciting as we go. With that, let's begin. So, Erica, tell me a little bit about your journey and how you got into the music industry and creating your own specialty style of music. Yeah, so I've been singing and, um, well, singing since I was a kid and then playing guitar since I was 15. Um, I'm 26 now and um, also picked up piano when I was a teenager as well, but I mostly play guitar. I started songwriting in high school. Um, I went to the University of Miami and studied music therapy. Mm -hmm. um, so I was in the Frost School of Music where I learned you know, more about music theory. I was in choir, different ensembles, um, ear training classes. So it really strengthened my musicianship going to that school. Um, even though I was learning, you know, how to use music to help others through music therapy. I, you know, I love it so much. It's a passion of mine and something that I would use for the rest of my life. Very cool, very cool. And I commend you using with music therapy because that's a that's an underrated art in itself. You know, um, music is very soothing. It's very relaxing. It can cause it can trigger a lot of different emotions depending on the musician in play and what they're trying to convey with their songwriting with their music. So that's definitely a great true skill in itself. And I know that's definitely helping you in your songwriting and helping you in your musical style. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. And you know, while researching um, uh, you and researching your works, I, I noticed that you've done plenty of song covers as you're going around performing and touring in all these different areas, and, and not just the South Florida market, but in other locations. Um, which was one of your personal favorite covers to do? And which is one cover that, that you haven't done, but it's one cover you want to do in the future? I've done different covers. I think one that I really love that I've been doing recently is Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. So most of my um, music that I cover is more popular music, um, you know, top 40, things like that. We'll do some songs from, because um, I'm with my band usually when I'm doing some of those songs and I'll do things that are, you know, from the 70s, the 80s, which I also enjoy too. Um, mostly the hits, you know, a cover that I've wanted to do 
Um, we were talking about Christina Aguilera with my band. So maybe one of her songs, um, she's got a lot. So something like her, or I would love to do more Lady Gaga. Maybe one of those type of those covers for sure. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. I could see you doing all those different types of covers right there. That'd be pretty cool. Um, I think that I think you have some potential there, some ideas that you could do with that. And I know you're a very busy woman. You're a very talented woman, and you do a lot of different uh, things within your songwriting, within your music. Um, I wanted to ask you, when's the last time you had a day off? <laughs> uh, Sunday. I guess Sunday was my day off, like for the first time in a while, but I also have a full-time job, regular job. Um, I work in hospice. Normally my week is filled with working regular hours at my, you know, nine to five and then uh, gigging after. Um, and I, I gig about four, at least four days out of the week. Um, sometimes it's been six, sometimes it's been seven. So it's been a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a, a balancing act for sure. Um, I'm also married. So I have a husband, have a dog. I'm young. I, you know, have the energy. I want to enjoy my life um, because I work in hospice, because I've worked with different um, populations. I've worked with children in the hospital. I've seen people pass away in front of me. So I really try to just enjoy myself, enjoy life, because truly life is short. Um, that's a saying that I totally adhere to um, and understand that it's good to just do what you want, enjoy yourself, because life is fun and to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Very wise words there. And I commend you for working in a field that is quite difficult and challenging to work into. I can absolutely respect that. And it puts things into perspective of, you know, just seeing, uh, individuals going through kind of the latter stages of life and yeah. seeing what they are experiencing there and it puts things in perspective where it's like yeah like you said life is very short and you can only do so much with your life so during the time that you have life you could do pretty much whatever you want but you hopefully you have the option to do that you know what I mean yeah yeah so thank you for sharing that I didn't know that so there's a there's another layer to it and I don't want to say it necessarily helps with music, but I think I think going back to the beginning, you know, how soothing, relaxing music can be, that can help, that definitely help with individuals that are going through those stages of life, you know, listening to someone's favorite band or favorite song can really put things in a different perspective, you know? It's something that we all share as humans. So it's, it's a beautiful thing to do. And I think a lot of people put pressure on themselves to be perfect. I know I do it to my own self a lot. And, um, but music, you know, in my mind, it's something that you might make mistakes. You know, your imperfections might be somebody else's perfections and vice versa. So, you know, truly you just have to do it with a passion and the soul that you can and enjoy yourself, you know, enjoy it as much as you can. Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely couldn't have said it better right there thank you yeah you're very welcome very welcome so um erica i have um i'm going to show you two pictures okay? okay and i'm gonna i want you to just tell me which picture you like better okay okay all right so let me get it for you let me get it through my my secret secret folder here okay nice. <laughs> be. so here's the first picture a glass of orange juice okay okay <laughs> all right and this is a professional wrestler named orange cassidy <laughs> okay um i'm gonna say 
I'll say the second picture, but that's just because I don't like orange juice and I like this guy's outfit. Okay. All the denim. I think it's denim that he's wearing. Jean, yeah. jean. Yeah. So I didn't even, I don't know. I don't know any wrestlers. Never watched it. But hey, I like the picture. I, I think he'll definitely like that. <laughs> and he looks good. But don't tell my, don't tell my husband. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're just, we're, uh, if Erica's husband, don't listen to that part. Okay. I'm not, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to cause anything. He's not trying to cause anything. <laughs> It, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm just showing pictures of oranges. That's all I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. That was funny. I like that. I like that. That's clever. Thank you. Thank you. This is what we do on these are questions. We just make things clever sometimes. Sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. So l- let me ask you, Erica, in one word, what's the best way to describe the songwriting process? In one word. Whew. Um. I'm going to go with uh, melody. Um, and that's just because that's kind of what I always gravitate towards is a melody. So I usually will sing a little ditty in my head or something like that. Um, and then I will like, play chords, you know, mess around with the guitar. Um, and then the lyrics are kind of the last thing for me. I know a lot of people um, sometimes have a whole page or notebook full of lyrics and then we'll write to those lyrics um but usually because i'm i'm just someone who's very focused on like hearing things ear training um i think mostly because i am a singer so i focus a lot on that part of the song um so that's kind of what i use so melody would really be the the word that i would say for my songwriting Good choice. Good choice. That's actually, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, especially when you're playing around and just playing with ideas and you're just trying to make something, you know, yeah. melody is one of the most important parts of a song. Uh, last, last time I checked, I'm not a great, I'm not a musician by any stretch of the imagination, but last time I checked, <laughs> that's important. And a good melody can make, make or break a song right there. Yep. It's true. It's true. So let me ask you, Erica, do you like games? I do. I really do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Follow up. Do you like cheese? I love cheese. Yes, I actually do. <laughs> All <Okay>. kinds. <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, I have the cheese game for you. It's called No Cheese, No Coin, the card game for people who like cheese and money. <laughs> I've never heard of this game. This is, this is my game. I made this. I created this oh. game. No way. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. This is the quick playing fast timing card game designed for smaller groups of players and avid cheese and money enthusiasts. The objective is real simple. All you have to do is collect as many coin cards in the deck at, at one time. The challenge though is drawing all the different cheese effect cards that could help or hurt your chances. Okay. Okay. So think of like reverse Uno meets a game called Exploding Kittens meets Russian roulette. Okay, I know I know Uno and, and the Exploding Kittens. <laughs> okay, so you know this game. You'll like this game. Um, we're not going to play the actual game because we need more than two players, but what we're going to do is that we're going to do a game within the game. What I've been okay. doing on These Are Questions Season 4 is that I've been asking guests to pick a card from this deck, and we're going to determine your cheese type. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So think of like a horoscope reading or a tarot card reading 
we're going to decide what type of cheese are you. <laughs> now I'm going to buy this cheese all the time. Yes, you should. <laughs> you should buy the cheese that you pick. You should pick up a copy of No Cheese, No Coin. Shameless plug right there. There you and, go. <laughs> there you go. Got, got to pay the bill somehow. Um, hey, you do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to see. We're going to determine what kind of cheese you are. Okay. Okay. So, so here we go. Here we go. You, you can use this hand to tell me what cheese you want. Um. Okay. Let me... I guess the... Yeah, that's fine. Right here? Yep, that one. Okay. There you go. All right, the cheese that you've selected is Swiss Vision. No way. I love Swiss cheese. That's like the one I always use on my turkey sandwiches, literally. Mm -hmm. I eat like Swiss cheese, turkey sandwich, lettuce. That's my thing. So that's crazy. <laughs> that, that's the go-to right there. Um, in the game, it's a good card because it allows you to see um, the top five cards in the deck. So you can see what next five cards are coming to you. So you may be getting some coins. You may be getting some specialty yeah. cheeses that can help you or that can hurt other players. So strategy um, right there. That's cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. What a neat game. I can't believe you created that. That is really cool. Wow. Thanks. Look at you. <laughs> That's me. Jack of all trades, master of none, oftentimes <laughs> better than the master of one. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool though. I've never like seen people create their own games. So that's, that's awesome. And that you actually have it made up and everything. So that's really, that's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. And thank you for playing this game within the game. I hope you learned a lot about your cheese. I did. <laughs> so moving along from games and cheeses and cheeses and games, uh, my next question I want to ask you, Erica, is could a firefighter use a tuba to stop a fire? Hmm. Could a firefighter use a tuba? I mean, they could. I don't know if it would be that effective, but... I guess you could, you could do anything really. It might not be, it might not completely stop it or it might take a while. So maybe, I don't know if anyone has done that. <laughs> well, if anyone is listening or watching that as a firefighter and has ever used a tuba to stop a fire, please let me know in the comment section. <laughs> They're love probably to like, what are they talking about? We only use fire hoses. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's probably one person in the world that's like, hey, I didn't have a hose today, but I found some running water and I found the tuba. I might as well use that to stop a fire. So, you know, you have to be resourceful because you never know what's going to happen. You know, like we experience a pandemic, so we have to be resourceful and figure it out along the way. We never know what's going to flip upside down. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You never know. You never know. Things can happen. Yeah. You got to be creative. That's the creative side. So. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely absolutely and speaking of creativity it kind of leads to my next question and that question mm -hmm. i want to ask you is erica what would be the dream collaboration so like dream artist dream band dream musician that you want to do work with in the future um oh my gosh well i feel like everyone who knows me knows i would love to collaborate with beyonce <laughs> because she is my favorite artist in the whole world. Um, she's, you know, a brilliant performer, 
And uh, that's something that I've been trying to work more on as uh, as I've been performing is stage presence is really important to me. You can be a great musician, um, but when you're a musician and a performer, they're two different things. And so um, I think having both of those and being very good at them just makes you kind of the ultimate artist. And she does that very well, as well as Lady Gaga. They, they both do that very well, where the musicianship skills are very high, but the overall performance stage presence is also very high. So um, either one of them would be an amazing, you know, collaboration that I would love and enjoy if I could do that in my lifetime. <laughs> You never know. You never know. You may have a power trio right there. Maybe you can get both of them to be with you, you know? I know, right? I mean, they did do a song together. They did Telephone back in, I think it was 2009, I want to say. Uh, I believe so. It was, yeah, it was something like that. And so I would love to see them do something again, but I don't know if that's in the cards. I'm not sure, but that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> it will be in the cards because we're manifesting it right now. So like, ah, there you go. Somewhere yes. in, in this planet universe, we're, this is, this will <laughs> may possibly happen i don't know but you never hey, know you don't you don't know <laughs> you don't know you could just keep trying and things can happen so uh you know beyonce lady gaga you're not that you're not you two are not that busy you know you, you got some free time make another yeah. club maybe another one hey i'm just yeah. chilling here in in south florida <laughs> yeah. why not why not you know we got nice weather so that's like something that that's a that's an incentive so <laughs> there you go. I know. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's been great interviewing you on these are questions so far, Erica, it's been, it's been wonderful. And I, I wanted to ask you, you know, in your experience doing performances and singing and being in front of live audience, what's the one thing you've learned from doing all these various performances that new performers need to know? So um, I guess the one thing I've learned is every place is a different setting. So every place that you perform, there's a different type of crowd, there's different people, there's a different ambiance. And, um, but the one thing that I always try to do is be engaging um, because no matter what, it might be a more subdued setting. It could be more rock and roll where you're dancing and singing or you're sitting down. Um, it depends on the venue, but it's always good to be engaging because people are creatures that want to interact. And when you're providing you know, entertainment, they want to feel like they're a part of the entertainment. They wanna be there and feel the song and feel the music. So um, something that I always do is I always look at the audience. I used to before close my eyes. I used to do that all the time because I was one nervous. And then two, I was like, okay, I'm just going to get into the song. Um, but I researched a lot of different performers, um, saw what they did, some of the bigger artists and said, you know, the important thing is they're looking at everyone. They're making sure, even if they're not staring you in the eyes, they're looking in your vicinity and you feel like they're talking to you. They're singing to you. The music is coming to you. Um, and that's really important being an artist, whether you're singing your own music or you're singing covers. So that's something that I do all the time is I try to be very engaging. I'll sometimes, especially if it's like an upbeat gig, I'll be like, hey, woo 
you know, just make it fun um, and make them feel like this is a good time. This is a musical moment. We're enjoying ourselves. Doesn't matter if it's, you know, a bar, doesn't matter if it's a piano room, you know, it's something where the music is sharing with others. And I want to make sure people feel that, you know, it's not about me. It's about getting everyone to feel the music and feel the song. So I try to really look at everybody, engage the audience. And I really don't close my eyes much anymore like I used to, unless it's a song that I'm really feeling. But uh, most of the time I just look at the crowd and just try to see how they're feeling. That's good advice. That's great advice right there. And I can definitely relate to the close, closing your eyes and just kind of getting into the moment of what you're about to be doing. Um, yeah. Especially when I did early shows in stand-up comedy, because my roots are in stand-up. When I did early shows, like I would get, to this day, I still get nervous. And of course, yeah. I appreciate the nervousness. I get really concerned when I'm not nervous for a show. Yeah. I, that's when I'm like, oh, something's gonna go, something might be off. But when I, I'm nervous and like low-key freaking out for something, that means I know I'm caring about the performance that I'm trying to do. And that means I'm going to put my best foot forward when I'm doing set performance there. Um, yeah. You know, whether it be with stand-up, whether it be with live speaking, when I did my TED Talk, that was another thing. And then even, even now, just doing these are questions interviews, I get low-key somewhat nervous because I don't know how the interview is going to go. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. The internet doesn't know what's going to happen, you know? <laughs> So um, it's just kind of leading into it and, and feeling the vibe of the performance and putting your best foot forward. So I definitely relate to your advice there. And that's some great sound advice for any new musician that's trying to get into the field or trying to, you know, perform for the first time or, you know, doing some new stuff, trying something new because it's nerve wracking at times. It is. It definitely is. So that would be my advice. And, and it's never perfect. It's not like you're, you're ever going to be perfect or do all the right things but if you can do as many things as possible and be conscientious of you know little things to make the performance better that's that's always what you can do mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely um good sound advice right there and uh you know we're we're, we're we're capping off this interview of these are questions erica and it's been it's been wonderful so far um but i just have one more question to ask you and, mm -hmm. and that question is What's a language that you don't know, but you always wanted to learn? Well, I don't know much languages, so <laughs> I just know English. Okay. I know a little bit of Spanish because um, my husband speaks Spanish. But uh, if I could learn something other than that, that I would really like to learn more of. Um, Italian, um, because I am actually Italian. So I would like to, I guess, learn the language of my people. And um, yeah, I mean, I know my dad knows a little bit. Um, and our family is, I think, from Northern Italy. Um, but I've never learned it. I, 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 you know, know little words here and there, but nothing to speak. Um, but I would love to, to learn, learn Italian. Okay, that's a good choice. Italian's a good choice right there. That's a, that's a fun language to learn. Um, nowadays, they have like Rosetta Stone and Duolingo and all these like, and Babbel and all these like kind of free and semi-free apps that you can just go in and do daily lessons. So um, yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. And when I was in, um, because I went to the University of Miami, I actually sang classical music. So a lot of the songs that I sang, I was trained classically. I sang a lot of operatic music okay. and most of those songs were in different languages, but 
I just, I sang them and I learned them, you know, it was easy for me to kind of learn them, you know, phonetically hearing yeah. them and I would write out kind of how to say them, but I didn't really know what I was saying. You know, I didn't really know the whole context of, you know, each, I knew little things, but not enough to say, oh, I know the language and I can talk to somebody. So I, you know, I know little words, but I would love to really, really dive into it and love to go to Italy. That would be amazing. I want to eat all the food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe in the future you can go to Italy and then you can sing in an Italian opera house. Oh my God. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Or even just go to a show. I would love to just sit there and enjoy the music. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're going to perform in Italy. That's going to be your next uh, international I, travel. We're right manifesting there. all these things. Mm -hmm. Woo! I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I have a somewhat of a decent track record when I say things on these are questions and people actually do things after. So guests have told me in the past. Hey, you're past coming it. with me then, Raph. You have to come with me. <laughs> Raph and Erica takes over Italy. Um, <laughs> your husband can beat me up in the corner um <laughs> no nah, he's a nice guy okay, cool. shout out to your husband shout out to your husband <laughs> we'll get some italian cheeses we'll get some gelato and then you know we'll just travel travel across the, the seas of italy yes and then you could do like a big show there and have some awesome maybe some italian opera singers have their talk, you know, do something like that. These are the questions with them. <laughs> yes, these are the questions in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so cool. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You're awesome. Oh, thanks, Rap. <laughs> You're welcome, Erica. And and just like that, you know, we're at the end of our These Are Questions interview. Um, it's been great speaking with you, Erica. Um, but before we cap off with everything, I want to open the floor to you. Anything that you want to talk about, anything you want to say, anything you want to do before we cap off this interview with These Are Questions, the internet floor is now yours. All right. Well, um, as a musician, of course, I've released some music uh, last year in November of 2021. I did release my first EP. So it is out there on all streaming platforms. Um, it's on YouTube. There's um, a one, two music videos out right now. Um, one music video I'll be releasing at the end of this week on Friday for one of the songs, one of the last tracks on the album called My Vow. Um, it's actually my wedding video that I used my the song my vow for I wrote that song back oh, in 2018 wow. yeah and so it was it was a beautiful wedding I got married last year in December congratulations and, um, thank you and so basically I used the song and instead of just using someone else's song like an Ed Sheeran song or another ballad I was like well that's what the song's about so I want to use it for my wedding video so that's kind of the music video um, but yeah my music's out there and um, People can follow me, follow my music. I am working on some new things and collaborating with some of the new um, artists that I've met and musician friends that I have. So that's on the way. It'll take some time, but um, yeah, just support, support me, support local artists. I appreciate it. And, you know, would love to hear, you know, feedback of what people think of my music and just, I enjoy what I do. So yeah, that's all for me. <laughs> 
There you go. Very good. Sounds to the point. And I just want to add that I've listened to um, some of your music from your EP and it's very good. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Very welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. And that's what leads to this These Are Questions interview, to be honest with you, because I know we recently connected on social media, long story short, but we connected and then I got a chance to listen to your music. And I know through Lucas Deutier of Intracoastal Entertainment, he gave me kind of yes. a and, and, and not an IOU, but kind of like, hey, kind of a referral, you know, kind of to check out. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's let's make this happen, you know, because I like supporting local artists and musician in, in musicians and entertainers and performers. So this is the show for it. Thank you. And, and I appreciate, you know, that's kind of how I started getting out in the community. I wasn't gigging or anything like that, you know, two or two years ago ish. And then Lucas was doing these open mics and I was like, all right, I guess I'll go out and I basically from there and and now I have a booking agent and so it's kind of spiraled into where I am today and you know I appreciate it I'm not you know millions of followers and on these stadiums not yet at least not but <laughs> what I do enjoy and and what I do it's it's fills me with satisfaction you know on it's it's where I am and that's that's okay and so I'm I'm happy with it and I enjoy it I'm just glad to share it with others and meet so many great people because I wouldn't have met you either Raph through you know if I didn't meet Lucas or some of the other people in the music and comedy community in Fort Lauderdale so it's great we get a lot of connections we get to meet people that you know we might have never met prior Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely shout out to him he's ep he's season three episode five oh nice <laughs> i have to watch that now for sure <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. after for those that are watching and listening after you have watched this episode join watch his episode watch all of my episodes listen to all of my episodes listen to erica's music watch everything on the internet right now <laughs> Just put it all in your brain. <laughs> mm -hmm. Put it in all giant, one giant massive playlist right there. <laughs> <laughs> so for those that are watching on my YouTube channel for these are questions and for those that are listening on the podcast feed for Spotify, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast, we do appreciate your support. Um, all of my links and all of Erica's links and music will be listed in the descriptions down below when you're viewing this episode. And for those that are watching and listening to these are questions, we just want to say thank you. And we just say you have been watching slash listening to these are questions. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>